Welcome to Be Real, Get Real. This is Women's Prosperity Network's podcast channel where we feature real women sharing real stories of their lives, their businesses, and wherever else the conversation takes us as we all come together as one, all as women on a mission, impact-focused women making a positive difference in the world. Today, I have the privilege of introducing you to Shanta Money with Luxurious Destinations Concierge. She is a travel professional who is committed and passionate to educating people about the benefits of travel and specifically luxurious travel. So welcome, Shanta. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's a privilege to be here with you. I am delighted to have you with us. And and actually, I'm going to start off with a question. When we discussed in advance what today's topic was going to be about, it was don't give up on your dream. Can you tell a little bit about how you learned that lesson in life? Thank you. Yeah, it goes back to growing up. You know, um, my dream when growing up, I had two, actually, I had two dreams. Um, One was... I grew up in India. Let me just backtrack. Mm-hmm. I grew up in India. And one of my dreams was to come here to the U.S. Dream um, come true, check. Yeah, check that. <laughs> and then the second one was to be in the travel industry. And in the beginning, I didn't know really what I wanted to do in the travel. But as I progressed, I kind of knew, you know, I wanted to have my own company and, you know, be able to provide things for people. So that was my two dreams. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy at all. But, um, you know, just take going step by step and keeping up with it was really the focus that I had. So um, growing up, my dad and I, we, you know, our family as a whole, we traveled a lot. Most of it was just within India. We would take trips around the summers and do that. So the travel bug was in me all along. Mm-hmm. And then um, few, I, I'm, a, I'm the last of six kids. So, oh, wow. yeah, so three of my siblings moved here for different reasons to the U.S. for different reasons, you know, for studies and work. And they were all here. So I grew up with, you know, looking up to them, enjoying all their experiences, hearing about it when they came home. So I knew that I wanted to be, be here. Uh, so fast forward, I graduated from college and um, I thought, OK, let me go to the U.S. and get, go on a tourist visa, right? I could just go and visit my family and come back. And at that time, and I, I'm sure they're, even now they're pretty strict, but they were pretty strict about giving visas to young adults who did not have any attachments back home, mm-hmm. other than you know, my family was there, but you know, not, nothing to bring me back there. So they denied my visa. Oh, wow. Yeah, they denied my visa. And I was so disappointed because I, I thought, okay, here I am. I got all my tickets. I'm going to be here going, visiting them. And of course, they gave me back my visa with a big stamp on it that says denied. Wow. So I couldn't apply back, you know, even if I did apply back, I'm sure they'd have denied it again because my situation hadn't changed. I was young, single. Um, you know, I, I wasn't working at that time because I had just graduated and I wasn't really looking into. So interesting. If you, you believe if you had had a job um, or were married with kids in your home country, they probably would have granted it because they figured, oh, they'll just she'll just come for a visit and then go back. Right, right. You know, you know, you hear, you hear all about the stories these days. You even have the show. It says ninety days fiance. They come. Uh, 
Yeah. And I, and I truly understand, you know, their situation. They have to put down some things, but I was so determined. And I was furious at that time, you know, because I didn't understand it. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to cross the border illegally and come here, and, you know, but that's not the way it goes. So, you know, you do have to follow the protocols and things. So I was a big disappointment for me. So that was the disappointment. Um, the second disappointment for me was not really a disappointment, but it was more of a disappointment for my parents. Uh, you know, growing up, I know everybody's aspirations for their young, for their children is to be a doctor or a professor or an engineer, especially in, in India. You know, engineers and doctors was what the parents really wanted their kids to be. Um, and most of my family, my, all my kid, uh, siblings were either doctors, engineers or professors. And that wasn't the route I wanted to take. Right, and you're like, uh, I'm going to go into the travel industry. And they're like, no. that's not secure. <laughs> that's not safe. How are you going to do that? And Adam, yeah. P.S. Yeah. So that was a big disappointment for them. And yeah, well, P, but P.S., we're in the midst of a pandemic and the travel industry took a major hit this past year. So we'll come back to that in a moment. Right. So anyway, they supported me after that because I did some travel courses there and and hang. But um, so go, let's go back to my visa status. Okay, yeah. that thing happened after that. I got married, had kids. Um, yeah, all in India. All in India. Okay. All in India. So um, as soon as we got married, my my husband at that time, you know, he knew my vision and my dream, and he was all for it. So we, as soon as we got married, we applied for our visa. It took us eight years. Wow. Took us eight years for us to get our visa. Mm. Uh, so we eventually got our green card, came here legally. Uh, we came here with with thousand dollars in our pockets. At that time, we couldn't bring too much of money out of in India. So we came with just suitcases and thousand dollars in our pocket. And and your children probably too. Your children, yeah. They were, they were young. They were four and six. So they were young. So um, we had to come here. And fortunately, because I had family here, you know, we stayed with my brothers and um, we looked for a job. And my husband, he's an engineer. So fortunate enough, he got a job and we settled. And, um, you know, that wasn't the right time for me even to think about starting a business. I had other obligations, mm -hmm. you know, starting a life here, um, supporting the family, putting the kids through college, you know. So my my uh, focus at that time was totally different, wasn't in the travel at all. So I took a corporate job. And I, I know many of you do that. And many of us, you know, once we get there, we get a little comfortable. Mm. It's hard to give that up. Um, well, and so before we go too deep, I'm glad you brought that piece up. And I also want to say that it's okay to get a corporate job because look how it served you and your family and the people that you met and how you grew in that process. Um, and like you're about to share, you never gave up on that dream. You knew, you know, somewhere it, it's going to, you know, should I still do that? It still spoke to you, tugged at you, right? Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. And I'm, I'm very thankful for my corporate career because that mm -hmm. that gave me the foundation to grow my business and be where I am today, because that, you know, taught me a lot, you know, from management and project management, time management and everything that we learn. Um, but I did start my travel business while I was in corporate. So did. I did. I did start it and I worked evenings and weekends. It was tough. Uh, but, you know, you got to you got to you know, you can't take away one from the other you have to do both you have to do your nine to five job and support that well and and i think there comes a point where you make a decision 
and a little bit of sacrifice in some areas. So you could have quit your job and gone full time. And instead, you what you sacrificed was a little bit of extra time. Maybe you style, you didn't watch as much television or something to create this space for your dream. And I, I really want everybody to hone in on that. Your dream requires time, attention, love, and commitment for it to be birthed, just like we will with our, our children, right? Or anything that that's our gardens that requires time, attention, and love and focus. And it, you doing that while you were still in your corporate, I would imagine allowed you to have a more solid foundation when you decided to go full time in your business. Yes, yes, it did allow me to grow, you know, just one client at a time doing yeah. that. And it came a point, you know, you have to step out in faith. You know, it's easy to get comfortable. It was a big step. It was a big decision. And trust me, I was I was worried because at that point, because I'm giving up a whole salary, you know, yeah, giving, benefits. I'm giving all the benefits up. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, because I had waited, you know, my, I, I completed my obligations of coding my thrifts through college or, you know, at least where they were able to help or in, in some sort of way or the other. Um, but uh, you have to step out in faith and, you know, never look back. I never did look back. So um, I did take an early retirement, stepped out in faith, and that was, I think, the best decision that I've made. Uh, it was Absolutely. just the right time. And, you know, what, you know, people may not have a a business dream, but whether it is a personal, whatever it may be, you know, don't give up on that. You know, sometimes, you know, you, you may get outside influences crushing that. Um, but just, you know, if that's in your passion, if that's in your faith, put, put faith, go in faith, step out in faith and, you know, just do it. Mm, so good. So good. So how long ago was that? That's about eight years now since I stepped out eight of Eight years. All right. So so I'm going to ask a question. So mm -hmm. you're in your dream um, profession mm -hmm. and COVID hits. Everything related to travel gets shut down. Can you share some, you know, suggestions or tips for coping with that and, and still holding your dream in the face of everything on the outside saying you should do something else, right? Because that's... Mm -hmm really what's happened so yeah give some how, how did you cope with all of that um a lot of us have been affected with that but what i i've learned is um you know you just got to keep in touch keep in touch with your clients keep in touch yeah. if you if you know whatever you're doing if you're doing the social media just keep going with that inspiration i've, I've been inspiring people to you know you may not be able to do it now but it's never too late to start thinking about planning about it. I had one of my clients who said, you know, they would get together with a family and they would look at the map and say, where should we go when this is all gone? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have a vision um, and you just got to keep on that. And then when it's the time is right, if it's right for you, then you step out and do that. So that's what I've been doing, you know, whatever ways I can keep in touch with people. Um, you know, I've been sending cards, sending inspiring notes or whatever it may be, uh, just, bringing that out so just keep in touch with people and let them know i love it i love it and i think you're the the topic today about don't give up on your dreams is applicable to people who've dreamed of going to hawaii or bali or bora bora or you know africa on a safari don't give up on that dream and i think 
one of the main lessons that this pandemic has showed us when everything did shut down. And, you know, I was in the midst of canceling flights and am I going to get my money back? And is this going to happen? You must work with a travel professional. Mm -hmm. I, and yeah, you can book all this stuff on your own and you can go online, but how much time is it taking you? And do you really understand the nuances? So, I personally, anytime I'm planning a, a trip that's, you know, intricate, I always, always use a travel professional. Yeah. Thank you, Nancy. Yeah, that is important because we're there for you, you know, when you're okay. traveling miles and miles away. Um, the other thing I want to touch on about, you know, uh, may not just be personal uh, travel, but if you have a dream that if you're a coach or a speaker and you wanted to hold your own event in a retreat or anywhere, mm. That's so important that you have somebody behind you to do that. Yes. And, uh, you know, again, it may not be the right time, but if you, if it is, then step out, you know, get in touch. There are so many ways that we can make it happen. So that's heard a lot of coaches and, oh yeah, I, have, I would love to do it. It is possible. And don't give up on that. Yeah. Good, good, good. And, and since I have you, before we wrap up, I would imagine some of our audience is curious on what are the restrictions or guidelines around travel like right now? Like, do you have to get tested before you get on a plane, go to a hotel? Do you need to be vaccinated? Any insights around those things? I have questions. Yeah, yeah. A lot of places require you definitely to get the testing. And it is usually most of it is like 72 hours before you travel. Okay. Um, but they also have like uh, when you come back into the country, they expect you to get a test too. So we have a lot of resorts in like Mexico and the Caribbean is open right now. Um, and then, of course, you can go to Hawaii, but they're also good to get the testing. But uh, a lot of the resorts in those places actually let you have the testing right in the facility there, right in the resort before you come back and you get the test. So they make it really easy for you. They really oh, wow. You. So I go to the resort. Mm -hmm. I get tested before I go. Mm -hmm. I go to the resort and they give me a test before I head back so that mm -hmm. I don't need to quarantine for 14 days. Right. Because brilliant, yeah. brilliant addition. Yeah. Yeah, and then a couple of the resorts, some of the nicer resorts have, have even gone a step further. Um, in the event that while you're there, before you come back, say you've been tested positive and you have to stay back, their insurance would actually cover you for that time frame. That because it's a big expense if you have to stay somewhere for 14 days and you're not prepared. Hello, yeah. But, uh, but I always recommend, you know, uh, people take travel insurance. Um, you you, you got to look at the rules because sometimes, you know, it, it, they may not cover the COVID going forward, but you have to look at the rules. Um, but uh, it's always, whether it's COVID or not, always, always travel with travel insurance. Great advice. Great advice. All right. So um, thank you for inspiring us today to never give up on our dreams, especially our dreams about travel, because I got lots of dreams. Last April, I was scheduled to go to St. Croix in, you know, in April, mm -hmm. and, I was, and I had never been there, and I was so excited, and then I didn't get to go, and I haven't gone anywhere since, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to traveling, and thank you about those tips to make travel easier for us right now. Uh, anything else you want to share before we wrap up today's episode of the Be Real, Get Real podcast? You know, just the thought that, you know, stay firm, step out in faith, and, you know, just don't give up. Mm, don't give up. Keep going for those dreams. Listen to those taps and prepare yourself because your dream is waiting for you 
to take it to that next level. Thank you so much, Shanta Money. I am grateful that you're here. For everyone who's dropped in, we thank you for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Be Real, Get Real podcast. Until next time, make it an amazing day. Bye, Shanta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.